Welcome, everybody. Hey, this is Eileen Grimes, and this is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And today, oh my gosh, we have so much to talk about because of the planetary alignments that are going on. And oh, welcome, my dear co-host, Doug Johnston. Uh, it's good to be here, even though, you know, I had to drive up in the rain. Oh, you poor thing. Suffered. <laughs> It was stopping. It wasn't that bad. Tell the people that were sitting in the car accident. Oh, okay. Oh, you ran into one of those, huh? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry to hear all that. All because the truck had a flat tire. Oh, was that on all the Bellevue other... on 405 that, that the accident was? It was on, no, it was on I-5. Oh, I see. Just okay. before the exit to come over here. Oh, okay. And truck had a flat tire, then these cars behind them all piled up. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. Well, that just shows you things are a little crazy right now. And we're going to talk why that's crazy, Mm -hmm. among other things. But anyway, today on the show, we're going to have one of our very favorite guests, Mr. Matt Shea, who is an author and he's also just written a new book. We're going to be talking about that. And our Astro Celebrity of the Week is Petula Clark. You mentioned that she just started a new show at the West End. The West End in London in Mary Poppins. That's right. And she's always wanted to be in that. In that show. In that show. Isn't that wonderful? I think it's just wonderful. Anyway, we're going to talk a little bit about her. And, you know, some of the, the events that are going on, like right now, are interesting, need to be talked about. I mean, like Jeffrey Epstein, you know, basically kicked the bucket this morning. You know, it's interesting, but there's just a lot of stuff behind it that are is mm-hmm. very suspicious. It's going to be interesting to see what all falls out behind it all. I think so, too. So, anyway, yes. And, um, yeah, and then we've got other stuff, too, that we usually do, our blurbs and advertising and all that, which we just love doing. So, anyway, so we're going to take a break right now. When we get back, we're going to do the Astro Celebrity of the Week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Alternative Talk 1150. We're on your radio at 1150 a.m. We're on your HD radio at 98.9 Channel 3. So many ways to listen. We're on the web at 1150kknw.com. Streaming live audio and video as well as MP3 archives of many of our shows. So many ways to listen. And now, we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Wondering what's on next on Alternative Talk 1150? Check out 1150kknw.com. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And right now it is time for the Astro Celebrity of the Week. Okay, now, we, you know, I'm always going through, usually by the end of the week, you know, Thursday or Friday before the show, I'm always going, who am I going to talk about this week? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I always always text Doug because Doug always manages to keep his pulse on the stuff that's happening right now, especially in the entertainment field. You're very good at that. I know. <laughs> it's because I'm related to all of oh, them. That's right. We're finding out he's related to just about everybody, including the Queen of England. That's right. And Princess Diana and everybody else. Johnny Depp. Oh. Tom Cruise. You're related to everybody on the Unbelievable, planet. Unbelievable, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. 
That's no wonder. Anyway, so we picked Petula Clark, and she or he picked him. Her. And I'm not related to her. Oh, you're you're not. No. I'm surprised. I'm very surprised. He didn't Any- come up in my list. Oh, okay. Anyway, her chart information, in case anybody's interested, is November fifteenth, nineteen thirty-two, five o'clock a.m. in Epsom, England. And you know she's the one. She was came out when the Carnaby Street and the mod stuff all happened. She's mm-hmm. right at the height of that and did this the song downtown. That's right. Yeah, that's the only song I can ever remember that's that she ever did. That's probably her biggest song ever. I think so too. Might have been her only song. I don't know, but anyway, she was very popular. Anybody that was British at that time became instantly popular. And she's done other shows before. Right. The last one being twenty years ago. Oh, okay. And she was in the Mary Poppins show once before, oh. 38 years ago. Wow. But she always wanted to play Mary Poppins. She never got to do that. And she doesn't get to do it this time either. Okay. And she's playing, what is she playing again? The Bird Woman. <laughs> so, I think and that's she goes, But it's a beautiful song. Yes, right. <laughs> yeah. As long as it's a good song. Anyway. Well, she's got a great voice. Yeah, she does. And I'm kind of looking at her chart going, okay, she's an eighth house moon in Gemini. No wonder you like her. I know. Yeah. I mean, there's that moon that's sitting somewhere right close to your sun moon. It's right on top of it. Yep, it is. So that would that would make sense. And she has a lot of Virgo planets, too, which is yeah. three of them, being Neptune and Mars and Jupiter. And Lots so, uh, of squares in this chart. Yeah, I was noticing that. I mean... She had not had everything given to her. She worked No, she it. worked really hard. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven that's squares. I thought I, I think I have that many, but I'm not sure. I'll have to go check. Three trines. Three trines, right. These, we're talking about astrological aspects, people, in case you're wondering. It's taking one planet and another planet, and they connect to each other, and it's going to kind of determine by the aspect itself how that planet actually plays out in your life. So, Mm -hmm. yes. So, anyway, um, you know, know, let's let's take a look at her for a second. She has, she has, did she... The interesting part about it is that right now, Uranus is squaring her midheaven. Oh, it is. And all of Leo is trucking through that 10th house, and she's been pulled back into show business. Oh, that makes perfect sense. At 87. 87? Oh, my gosh. She is, isn't she? Yeah. And she's playing a role? Wow. Yes. I think it's (laughs) over the top. You know what, Uranus? I thought there had to be something big going on in her chart, and that's why I suggested her. I didn't know her chart. I just thought... It has to be an interesting one to look yeah. at. It would probably have to be Uranus because Uranus usually shakes us out of being old and brings us back to youth again. Mm-hmm. Generally speaking, you know, or it certainly brings you into something very unpredictable, something that is not expected at all, but actually will probably help her life and, and free her up to some yep. degree, you know. So, and her being a Scorpio, well, you know, no matter how you stack it, Scorpios have kind of a, a tough life. Usually they, they live. They're you tough, know. but they always seem to pull themselves out of things. Yeah, they do. And it and it's and it's very deep and very powerful. She has that Saturn right <coughs> at the bottom of her chart. This is such a splattered chart. I mean it's like all over the place. Oh God, she's gonna have her Saturn return, her third Saturn yes. return coming up. That's not far out. It's not that far. We're getting the first of the next year she's in it yep she is and that would make well you remember betty white yeah we've talked about this before many times but betty white on her third saturn return who is also a capricorn by the way 
she's really found she found in the last several years of regeneration of her career just completely regenerated right. itself it, she became bigger each time she went through a Saturn return yeah, that's right exactly right and so so, so she and I believe that they're both a Libra rising because I think Betty was a Libra rising as well no she was Leo rising oh was she yeah okay Leo rising yeah she had Libra moon or something like that something in Saturn Libra. is in Libra yeah right that's right that's right okay now we got it straight so anyway, she's she has to me um, a fairly it's not hugely full of icky stuff. No, to deal with. No, it's not like that at all. Mm-mm. I think one of the things that everything seems to be a one, two, three, four, five planets tied to Uranus. Yeah. So she's probably had to live her life that way, you know. And also, Uranus is squaring both her midheaven and icy. You yep. know, you're get, getting it both ways. And bringing her back into the realm of of, of being. Being um, in herself, and and at home with herself, but also at home out in her career. West End is so Broadway to us. Oh, is it? Is that what that is? West End is, <coughs> if, when, if you're doing a show on the West End, you, you might as well say you're on Broadway here. Okay. That's, and that's the difference. That's it's that esteemed then. Yes. Okay. Big I didn't time. know. I had a feeling it was, and I sort of heard references to that at some point along the way, but I didn't know how big of a deal that was. This is some little jalopy little playhouse somewhere. But no, um, no. Well, well, the last time I was there, I went to the West End and watched Mamma Mia with the original cast. Oh, well, which that's was a hoot. That's pretty big. Because over there. The audience gets into the show. I mean, yeah. when they started singing all the ABBA songs, everyone yeah. was jumping up and singing the songs with them. Oh, my gosh. You mean sort of like Rocky Horror Picture Show yeah. used to be? Oh, yeah. That was crazy. Same kind of thing. So, yeah. So, anyway, she's a very interesting lady, and I think the depth that she has coming from being a Scorpio is very powerful. So, and now let's talk a little bit about Mr. Jeffrey Epstein. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know I'm going from on top to the bottom, but what mm-hmm. the heck? Um, we have a couple minutes here, but That's, well, interesting with him is that he is in a right at a Saturn square. Yeah. Uh huh. Which normally doesn't take you out. No. By any means, we yeah. look for Jupiter playing the part, but right. Jupiter's not really playing a big part here. Okay. Yeah, and you know, you of course, she, his son is right at zero degrees Aquarius, so it's been happening for a while that Uranus has squared his son, but yep. it's sort of out of the loop now. But is is going to probably be it's it's ret- about to go stationary retrograde. That's his planetary ruler, and so what happens? He checks out. Mm-hmm. So well, he got checked out. Whatever. Yeah. Well, whether he got checked out by force or by his own will. Yeah. You know, Uranus took him out anyway. Yep. Yeah. So, you know. Accidentally he died. Accidentally on purpose. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the moment I heard that this morning, I said, oh, we're going to have to talk about that on the air, I think. That's what um, I thought, too. I thought, you know, who would have thought that he planned that right at the time when the Uranus is ready to go retrograde. I know. And right when our show airs, too. Yeah. I mean, how rude is that? But anyway. How um, unpredictable is that? It is. <laughs> <laughs> how Uranian is that? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway, so, you know, I think the bottom line is is that this issue, this guy who 
had so much hidden, who is obviously Trump is involved on the periphery of that, too, in well, some ways, Bex. You got way more than Trump. You got just about yeah. every important person running around right. in Washington, D.C., Floydian <laughs> <laughs> Slip. Oh, that was a good Washington disease. <laughs> Way They're to go. all in this thing. I That's mean, applause for you. <laughs> there's there's something to be said about that that's whole place right. over there. Yeah, that's right. So anyway, you ran, this Uranus stuff the last several days has been so difficult. There's stuff that we're going to do in the next several weeks. Um, a friend of mine died this week, and you know who that is. And there's stuff about that I'm going to talk about. So, um, and it's stuff that's actually going to change kind of how I approach my own business. So, mm-hmm. anyway, um, yeah. And it was, came unexpectedly, sort of unexpectedly. But these are, there have been a lot of unexpected things happening this week. I didn't know that you were friends with Epstein. No, I'm not. Oh. No, somebody else. I was changing the subject a little bit. Oh, okay. Okay, so anyway. <laughs> anyway, we got to take a break. And when we get back, we're going to have Mr. Matt Shea on the show. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. This is a live read for Ms. Angela Probst. Now, at this point, you've probably heard enough about essential oils. Are you confused? Are you overwhelmed? Are you tired of hearing about it? Well, there's so much information in our, on our aromatherapy expert, Angela Probst, with Young Living Essential Oils, can help you navigate and meet your health and wellness goals. And now, Ms. Angela Probst carries CBD oil and also that... that Thing that she must massaged in her hands. I don't know what that was called, but that was good. Anyway, so if you want more information or you want to talk to Angela, give her a call today at 253-278-1599 or visit her website at www.myyl.com slash Angela. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer, and with my co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston. Yes. Yes. And our special guest Our special guest who I'm now going to introduce, Mr. Matt Shea. How the heck are you? Fantastic. It's always great to be (laughs) here with you, too. I'm already laughing. Oh, good. Now we like that when people laugh. Yes. So anyway, uh, we brought you on today to basically talk about your new book, which I'm sitting here looking at right now, The Best Money Can Buy. And so... Which I really like because it's based on true story. Yeah. Now, what story is it based on? Well... I love people that run off with the circus, the people who roll the dice here, starving artists that things are kind of hard to survive, but they're doing it. They're getting their fame, not necessarily the fortune. Mm-hmm. And this is of someone that I know of who I think lived a while back. I don't know if they're with us anymore, but they were a known race car driver in their area. And then it shows the trials and tribulations you actually go through to campaign such a project and what the lifestyle really is, the behind-the-scenes things. And so this is something that just came out. Now, a year ago, I was sitting here with you and Doug, and Doug told me that before September, we would be holding the book. Well, he's right. That's what we're doing today. I got it right here. We made that Doug deadline. Mm-hmm. 
and then he also encouraged me to go audiobook. And so yesterday, when you go to my site, now you can hit a red tab that says audiobooks, and there it is. We're starting to convert my books into audio, and I just have Doug to thank for all of this. He's the one that established a direction. He always gives a great idea, but he backs it up. He pushes you along. And he's even had me on another radio show to promote my books, as you have, Eileen. Mm -hmm. So I'm indebted to both of you. But right now, I look at this book, and I'm looking right across the table at Doug. Yes, you could be. You are, with your one eye. (laughs) (laughs) One and a half. I'm starting to gain vision. It's coming back. It's coming back. Now, Matt had some recent eye surgery. His, His retina slipped. You know, it became detached, and so he had it operated on to to re, to fix it. And it's it takes a while for it to come back. You know, it so. does, but if there's no pain involved, and I've had the lap of luxury. My wonderful daughter Laura is she ever a good nurse when needed? So she took care of me. We got to have pizza, watch the favorite shows, everything. Yeah, so I was greatly pampered this last week. That's fantastic. It's always nice. That, that helps when you're feeling a little. I would imagine, you know, that um, when this happened, when you started losing your sight, did it just kind of suddenly occur? Basically that. Um, We all have those moments where we're kind of blurry out of one eye. We'll sleep it off, wake up the Mm -hmm. next day. It should be fine. Well, it never did. And so I went to the hospital, and they discovered what they did, and they were prompt about it. And so for the time I realized what it was, Within two days, I've already had my surgery. Right. And so I'm recovering quickly, and I am starting to see a little bit out of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm just very fortunate how things played out. Right, exactly. You know, I just figured when you told me this, you said it in a text, I can't see out of my right eye. And I sort of read between the lines. I said, he sounds a wee bit frightened a bit about that mm-hmm. because it could be scary. Well, it was. Especially when you don't know what it is. Well, it was. I drive shuttle on the side, and I parked it for this month. I shouldn't be driving when I have this condition. Mm -hmm. But it's slowly coming back, and I've been in the best hands. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Well, you know, I push this thing for those audio books because when I'm driving across country, I love listening to audio books. Mm-hmm. And I know that there's a lot of people that do the same thing because you get into a favorite radio station, but driving across country, that's gone. Yeah, right. And then you can't find anything. So if you've got audio books, you just listen to them. Right. And it takes uh, the edge off of driving across country. Oh, yeah, sure. What comes to mind is my buddy Mike Hansen out there. He and I did some long haul together, and that's what it was. When he was finished texting hello to all of his friends, it was classy audiobooks one after another. Mm-hmm. And now I have one with Mike. Mike, I know you're somewhere out there in the 48 states <laughs> driving. And every other day, I want to run away from home, even though I live alone, yeah. and get in that truck with you and just do it again. That's that great. was just such the neatest thing in my life, doing the country long haul with Mike. That's great. I love that. That's, that's fabulous. Well, you know, I can sort of see that with your astrological chart. You know, you've got the sun, Uranus, and that kind of means kind of itchy feet, you know, that doesn't like to stay in one place that long. Well, always. When I wake up within five or ten minutes, I'm out that front door, and I will recruit someone like Ella 
and I will kind of sucker punch them a bit. I'll say, let's go out for a little breakfast. Mm -hmm. To make a long story short, it could be a day where we end up at the Oregon coast in Idaho. We did Montana. Just to keep going, as long as I'm not wearing a watch and there's no map, I'm happy. (coughs) Mm -hmm. That's so so perfect. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it when you have that configuration. Yes. Now, I have some friends that I want to say hi to quick. Okay, you have, you have a shout-out list. This, well, it's free. Yeah, I it, mean, it's, 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 it's some whole shout-out My list. daughter, Laura, but also my sister, Mo, and my brother, Paul, and the Shea family. And then I have my friends at the Emerald Queen. I used to be a member of the transportation department. And this is for Gary, Jim, the other Jim, David Smith, Daniel, Mike, just the group as a whole. They were such a fun bunch to ride with. When I go there to hit the cafe or have breakfast, I try to see if I could run any of them down just to say hi quick. You run them down literally or figuratively? (laughs) Well, I can't do it now because I'm not driving for them anymore. But anyway, they're just a great bunch, fresh in the mind. I wanted to say (laughs) hi to them real quick. Oh, nice. Thank you. That was good. I'm sure they appreciated that. That's good. So I want to talk to you about this book, you know, what really generated it and, um, and what basically is the plot behind it? Because your plots are somewhat similar from book to book, but each takes a different slant at it, I think. you know, Pretty uh, much so. Uh, we know the saga when you're growing up and some kid is blessed being born into a rich family and they're getting the good stuff. They're getting the handouts early. They have the nice cars in high school. They're ahead of the game because of the family wealth. And that's mm-hmm. what this story's all about, and it's a form of brainwashing. And when a child is a product of that, they have an internal battle throughout life because they're being denied staying even with the who that they actually are. Yeah, They were absolutely. just deceived and bought to be at a higher level that they have no business being in mm-hmm. because they never developed to it. And right. so this plays out. And I look at the Bible. I look at good teachings from that. Well, our character here, Rusty, He was given a Bible at a young age, and that was his friend at night. Mm -hmm. And he would look at different verses, remember them, share them with people. That was the one that held true with longevity. And at the end of the story, it was that beacon of light, how we understand God's message. That's what he could not break away from. Mm -hmm. That couldn't be bought or sold or taken from him. Mm -hmm. Okay. That makes perfect sense because... I think as we grow up, we become more of who we really are supposed to be, you know, because we shed off things from our childhood. Well, yes, we are given an awful lot of things that don't really pertain. But tell that to a kid who's being pampered with all these expensive oh, yeah. gifts. Like, well, I just want to say no to that because, uh, you know, I don't. it's not who I am. And I don't think a child would ever say that. So they would start to equate that love received it deals with receiving stuff. Yes, but when you're young, they're a victim of circumstances. They're only developed as far as they are. So when you're receiving this gold mine, of course you accept it. Life is good. Mm -hmm. When you get older, you go through the hard knocks reality where something is not coinciding with it yourself. Right, exactly. And then he started to get bitter that he made a life based on the handout, based Mm -hmm. on the, the fast cars. And then what he did was took what he did know the Bible, God's word, and he mentored a kid who was idolizing him because of the race car. Right. And then he showed him the real values of life. And what did he do? 
he had this kid have the real family that he wished he always had. Of course. He made a family out of it, mm-hmm. made a life out of it's it. It's all very universal things that yes. you write about, mm-hmm. you know, and it's seemingly that type of plot could happen almost anywhere. Oh, definitely. You know, it's not just a, a, a super type of plot that would be so unlikely that any of it would happen. Well, it's very likely a lot of this could happen. Oh, definitely. Uh, years back, I'm fortunate. My parents are still with us, 97, 93. Years and years back, my dad was talking to us about these kids that inherit too much too soon. Mm-hmm. It messes them up because it takes them years and years to figure out that they were just paved a path that was somebody else's path, right. and they were handed something not meant to them, but it was so right. deceiving. And he likes it when you get nothing, you make your bed, you sleep in it, and then through trial and error, what you got is sound, it's concrete, that is you. These wonderful second-hand vehicles I have, you know what my pickup truck looks like. Yes, I do. Okay, (laughs) it wasn't given to me, but hey, that's me and the thing works. Yep, that's the main thing, yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what I say about my little beater that I drive around. (laughs) Anyway, so, okay, this is interesting because it's, it's making me reflect on, um, I, I sort of think of through my life through an astrological lens, having a moon in an earth sign. So things got to be, I don't know if necessarily replacements for feelings, but if I had a lot of stuff, I felt better. Okay. And, You're um, so materialistic. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I'm a lot less than I used to be. <laughs> I couldn't resist. I know. But um, I, especially when I went through times of not having a lot of money, then I really wanted stuff. But um, even it, there's things that have turned around in that respect, which is good. But also, um, it's like, what do I really value in my life? It's really important. And it's not stuff. No. That's just stuff we have to get. And the bad part about it is you have to, if you move, you have to move it with you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Yeah, I know. Such a dreaded thought. And four moves in four years. Yes, I can get that. Eileen, throughout my entire life, I was a minimalist without fully understanding it. And then a few years back, I was at a dinner party, and the people who hosted it, that's what they were. And you know how dinner parties are. Everybody finishes up in the living room with coffee. They're having some kind of conversation like that. Right. But the more I do not own, the better I feel. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And if I could really have my way... I would love it if I never had to have any keys. Mm-hmm. That would be something if you could walk around life, nobody noticed or detected you. Right. And then you could just go here to have a meal, mm-hmm. go there to stay the night. Yeah. But undetected, nobody knew you were not Elvis Presley. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, yeah. I like Elvis Presley. Yeah, right. I, I marvel at his talent, and I like that you brought up Julia Clark. I like her a lot. Yeah. Still performing, almost 90 years old. My I know. God. It's, it's a very amazing but, universe. But I was always taught that it could work against you when yeah. you are in the public eye. That's true. And uh, I guess I'll never have to worry about that one. <laughs> oh, well, my you gosh. never know. You never know. So, anyway, we're going to take a break. You may be traveling across the country all the time now with audiobooks. Yeah, you may. You know, and since he started it, you know, who knows? So anyway, we've got to take a break right now, and when we get back, we'll have more with Mr. Matt Shea. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. 
And this is a live read for Guess Who? Mr. Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt is a storyteller, as you can tell. His choice of subjects have to do with those who are considered a little different. You know the ones, the ones that are usually outcast or misplaced as a result of being overlooked and misunderstood. Their moment arrives when they are called upon to reveal their real character through some selfless act, thus ending up being acknowledged, then contributing to society. And when all is said and done, he wants his reader to be uplifted by the deeper message. He will write stories for the rest of his life with the hope that he can create happiness, bring encouragement, and ultimately inspire others. And now he has a new book out, which we have sitting right here, The Best Money Can Buy, and it is available at Amazon.com. And so if you want to get a hold of him for more information, you can contact Matt Shea at Matt Shea Books, M-A-T-T-S-H-E-A Books.com, or email him at workinmatt, W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T, 7 at AOL.com. Now we have a live read for Ms. Susan Bergstrom, the Medicare Exchange. Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near retirement, largely because Medicare doesn't cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means we will need affordable supplemental coverage that will take care of that 20%. You, okay, uh, Susan Bergstrom can help you get the best coverage for you. With her, you can get the, get the process is very, very easy, and in the end, she will save you money. Now, you can attend a free workshop where you can learn all about Medicare. She has two scheduled this coming week on Medicare Basics. It's on August 15th, 5.30 p.m., Skyway Library at 126 76th Avenue South. So, to schedule an appointment or RSVP to one of her workshops, call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at americanseniorbenefits.com. I'm Gary Mance. I'm Suzanne Mitchell. We're a couple of baby boomers who bring you a talk radio mix of metaphysics and music, politics, and pop culture. And you never know which celebrity will join us for an interesting conversation. Mance and Mitchell is Boomer HQ, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10 on 1150 AM KKNW. Your home for alternative talk in Seattle and Western Washington. Going our own way every day. Alternative Talk 1150. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, and and Doug is blowing his nose. <laughs> he, he's You're sneezing. not supposed to show him everything on the radio. No, but I just couldn't resist. Our poor dilapidated co-host who's falling apart at the nose. Anyway, um, he I got just sneezed. I just all. sneezed. I know, but it was funny. I'm watching you reaching for this Kleenex. It was great. Anyway, I'm sure it was a spirit that came in here. <laughs> I'm sure it was too. Anyway, too. we're visiting here with Mr. Matt Shea, and he is here to talk about his book, as well as basically his perspective on life, because he kind of does that anyway. So. <laughs> and I love the title of this book. It's a great, the well, best, best money, money can, can buy. buy. Well, yeah, I'm very proud of that cover, and this yes, of course came cool. from Renee Klaus. She mm-hmm. is artistic expression, spelt with the letter X. Artistic expressions, 
she has an incredible site, just incredible. Some of the restaurants in her area actually have her wall hangings, her artwork on their walls. Mm-hmm. And she's already going to be doing the next several books covers for me, possibly all of them. Mm-hmm. And so when I look at this cover, uh, she put a lot of frosting on the cake. I'm very proud of this. The people who look at my covers, they always pick hers as their favorite. Okay. And so, Renee, I'm looking at it. We're on the radio. You did it again. Fantastic job, Renee. Good Thank job. You. Now we're showing it to the audience right now. Yeah, we're you showing look it up to there in the air. We're there looking at it. It's going through the air. The air. <laughs> <laughs> now, if we had video here, we could show everybody, but that's evidently right. not. But so, anyway, that's then cool. We could be, then it would become a podcast. Yes, it would show. be a podcast. Yes, it would. Wow. Wow. Isn't that cool? I mean, that's a possibility at some point. They do have that here. We can actually attach to ourselves to a video. So I see. Yes, yeah, so that means we'll have to, I'll have to wear makeup and nice clothes when oh I come my to the gosh. studio. You always wear nice clothes, but that's cool. I wear the same thing all the time. <laughs> that's right. You wore that jacket last week, didn't you? I did. Okay, cool. Just everything else has changed. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so back to Mr. Matt here. So um, you basically told us the plot of the story. And it's, it seems like, again, they're a little bit like some of the other books you have done. But everything's just got a certain slant to it, something unusual. Well, it makes you feel good at the end. And that's yeah, the does. main point. That's true. That's true. If yeah. you can, and I think if you can learn from, you know, not judging where people come from, which right. this kind of tells you not to. Right. Yeah. Big, big difference. Yeah, that's right. It's just observation, basically. Because we never know what the other person is going through at any given time. Or who that other person is. Yeah. That's right. Exactly. Exactly. They may be the one that saves you from a burning car, for all you know. Right. That's right. So, anyway, okay. So, what else have you got there? Anything else we want to talk about? Oh, let's go right back into the book. It's... Who yeah. was the race car driver? What was his name? Well, his name was Rusty Hampton, and I just thought that was a fitting name for him. And uh, his uh, goal here is to give life to a young boy named David Smith who's being bullied for being kind of an overweight kid at a young age. Uh-huh. And Rusty takes him under his wing, uses his small-town celebrity status because he's basically greatly revered in that town. Mm -hmm. And now the boy is somebody he's seeing with the most popular cool guy. Right. But the cool guy does not have an identity. He was adopted and he was bought everything. And this young boy is on the verge of establishing his identity. And so Rusty doesn't buy him. He has the kid look within himself to see what he's made up of. And that is going to dictate what his identity is. In other words, the boy gets his identity before Rusty does, but they both get their identity together in time. Each kind of leads the other. The, the race car, after a while, teacher. becomes nothing to do with life. But you tell that to a young person, no, I want that race car. Yeah, that's right. Um, I was just thinking that it's sort of like the child shows up just at the right time in, in the protagonist's life. To, to mirror back what he needs to learn about himself. Mm-hmm. And so, and when he learns it, he transfers it back to the kid. You know, every, there's always a mirror in our life for everything. 
well put. That is exactly what it is. Okay. Something I learned the hard way, but it was a great lesson. Every time I went on a crusade to help someone, like all of us, we're projecting, we're seeing our flaw through someone. We're actually doing therapy on ourselves mm. through goodwill to another person. And when it's all said and done, what Rusty has done for that boy, that's what Rusty needed, and he was receiving it because he was doling it out. Right. He needed that mirror. You know, Rusty needed the mirror. So he, he saw himself. Yeah, he it, saw himself. In right. fact, that's the pedicle of the story. In the middle, he sees himself through that boy, yeah. and he goes with the current, and he writes what's wrong, but he loves his parents because they always meant well. Mm-hmm. And regardless of the abuse of wealth, they met well, and that's the only way he chose to look at them. Oh, now oh, he loves oh. them more than ever. You just said something that just like, whoa, abuse of wealth? Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, that's that's huge. Hey, that's it huge. It can happen easily. Wealth can be a weapon, look a at, tool, look a Look at vehicle, Jeff Epstein. Anything. That's abuse of wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Abuse of wealth. I could actually, oh, my goodness. I never looked at it that way. It's a form of power. That's what's yeah. going on. Right. Exactly right. Okay. Wow, that just shifted my whole head around 360 degrees. I mean, I never would have looked at... You should have stopped at 180 and you should have further ahead. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. We're going to run that back again. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I love having these insights. It's just amazing. And what our guests give us. Thank you, Matt. That was really, um, I mean. It's very true, though. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's just something else. Who who would have ever thought that abuse could take the form of wealth? Oh, clearly. Yeah. And when it's meant lovingly, and if it's meant lovingly, but it's also usually meant out of control and power. You're right. It could go one extreme to the other. Yeah. But so often, a young kid is brainwashed because mommy and daddy got them ahead of life and advanced them to an area that they're not qualified to exist because they did not get there themselves. My dad, he never gave us cars or things like that. Mm -hmm. We ate well, but we had that front door open, Mm -hmm. and we always had a few extra plates and stuff, and a friend's neighbors came by. They're part of it. Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving, that was every night in our household. We wow. always had fun meals. Wintertime, that fireplace was going. There was always an available chair. Wow. Somebody in the neighborhood is going to come by and kill the evening with us. Yeah. And Dad said, toys, you kids built your own toys. Mm-hmm. That's what Dad said. Now, we got things for Christmas. We had birthdays, but we never had the nicest bike in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I carried a lot of those sticks that were guns. <laughs> Or swords. <sighs> they could be a sword, too. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was always given stuff of what I needed when I was a yeah, little kid. I think that your parents enabled you because you were an only child. <laughs> well, thank you, Mr. Psychologist. <laughs> we like you just the same. It's okay. Oh, thanks. But, you know, fully admit it. You know, um, they basically kind of gave me everything that I needed. Uh, being an only child, that is kind of... That is kind of a... It's yeah, and because of that, you didn't take the opportunity to take that opera voice you have and go places with it. Oh. You have to. You have been traveling with opera. 
You've done well, shows. Well, done some not, shows, not like that many, could, though. I mean, she's got oh, an sure. incredible voice for yeah, Yes, yes. And I'm sure it could have gone much further. Yeah. But you did more than just get your feet wet. You've been yeah. on stage at least a few times. Yeah, that's what helped. You know, um, when I speak in front of groups or I, you know, I'm doing the radio show, there is some some part of that going on. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yes, I know I I never really I developed my voice up to a point, and then astrology sort of came in and took the place of that. And I remember my my choir director said, "It you know that's not something you know you ever give up because you know it's the music, stupid." <laughs> he wrote that in a note to me. I went, okay, all right, all right. Well, your dad was an opera singer, yes, too. Yes, he was. And I think you kind of just felt like, well, it's, all, you know, yeah, it's it, an everything. Yeah, it's like anyone it, can do isn't that. Isn't everybody Anyone that? can do that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I did. Well, Eileen, I remember yes. your book, and the inscription was something being dedicated to your dad who mm-hmm. taught you the sea. Mm-hmm. See, he got a lot out of your parents, not just one or two things. Right. And then you lived it, and then you brought it back through a book, through being on stage with the opera. You have recently did quite a show for the library system at Tacoma, this radio program. Yeah, yeah. And you I, get it, on other shows, too. Yeah, I know. I, I you know, I feel like it, it. everything has happened for a reason, and I think, you know, I'm not trying to justify my leaving behind music because there are times when I feel like... I really need to go back to it. Mm-hmm. But, and I've tested my voice well, every now and then, and it seems to be okay. So, Petulia is 87. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 Just so you know. Okay, thank you. Anyway, so, yeah, so, but this is interesting because when you're given something really easy, you know, like my music for me, it was fairly easy to learn. Um, you basically take it for granted, and especially somebody who gets wealth, you know, for, for and then they find out, well, is this who I, all there is to me is the stuff I have. Is well, it's two different things is? because your dad shed light on raw talent you've had that mm-hmm. was a universal language, a gift for all, mm-hmm. and you developed them greatly. You were not the spoiled person that was receiving items that were supposed Mm-mm. to be some status symbol or who cares and what are you really? Right, The exactly. book I wrote, the guy finds out the hard way that the image of the fast race car, that's not him. Yes, right. Guiding that kid looking for a direction, mm-hmm. a kid getting a job supporting himself, that's the man he really was. Right, exactly right. Wow, this has been an amazing show today. Okay, we have to take another break here. And when we get get back, we're going to be finishing up with Mr. Matt Shea. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. And this is a live read for Mrs. Miss Samantha Miss. Mrs. Samantha Blodell. She's a Reiki and Aura reading specialist. She also makes those fantastic Beulah May cakes, which someday we're going to get one of these days here. Yeah. She's a practitioner. She does everything. So, And she does it by appointment, past life readings, energy readings, Aura readings, and home and office clearings. Okay, and she does Reiki classes. Right now she's got a new one starting here tomorrow, and that is at 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. or by appointment. And then Reiki 3 class starting on August 18th, 10 to 4 p.m. or also by appointment. A Reiki circle she has happening on August 20th from 7 to 9.30 p.m., $10 per person. 
and also a Reiki circle from August 13th and also August 27th at 7 p.m. to 9.30 p.m., also $10 per person. The first one was an aura circle. That's right, aura circle. Did I say that? No, you said a Reiki. Oh, I said... But that's okay. That's an aura circle. Okay. Anyway, for more information or to register for classes and workshops, go to meetup.com and then go to the Aura Lady Reiki and Aura Intuitive Meetup page. That's a sentence. Contact Samantha at 206-403-0283 or at her website at www.soulsuffer.com. Alternative Talk 1150. It's good for what ails you. This statement has not been evaluated by the FDA. And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here with me and Doug on the Jupiter Rising Show. I said that already. That's right. <laughs> we're finishing up our talk we're with Matt Shea. Yes, we are. And Matt, what else? You know, you're just a fount of wisdom. When you said that phrase, it just almost blew me out of the chair. Well, Doug was touching off on something, and I get that delayed reaction about being nice to people, complete strangers, what they're going through, who they actually are. And I'll be very brief on this one. Way back, I think it might have been Depression era, somebody picked up a hitchhiker, and they were very polite to this hitchhiker. And I think coffee was a nickel a cup back then. But they went for quite a ride and bought a cup of coffee for the stranger. It ended up being Howard Hughes. And Howard Hughes got the information he needed, mm-hmm. and many years later, that man was left in his will. Whoa. The man would have done it regardless, obvious, Yeah. but that was Howard Hughes' uh, yeah. incognito low profile. Right. You never know. You never know. Mm-mm. That's mm-hmm. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, too. And out of, the, <laughs> out of the blue, something shows up in his life that probably helps him financially. So that's pretty awesome. That's no, he gave him a nickel back for the cup of coffee. Oh, stop Two it. nickels. <laughs> it's inflation. Just kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, that's two really. Nickels. <laughs> two nickels. <laughs> what was that return on the investment again, percentage-wise? Anyway. That's 100%. Okay, yeah, right. Okay. So anyway, yeah, it's just, um, it's amazing because this week has been very intense for a lot of us uh, with the Uranus and Jupiter changing direction tomorrow. And usually they don't do it two in a row. But That's I, right. But I remember one time where they did, and that was April 5th, 1912, when Jupiter and Neptune were changing directions. That was a week before the Titanic, or five days before the Titanic launched. And... Um, there, that's when they had the sea trials for the Titanic, and they found a little shipboard um, fire in the hold on mm-hmm. that day, and they got it out. By the time they got it out, that was just before the the Titanic, you know, had its accident. But it was burning for about eight or nine days. The ship was also listing to one side. Right listening to the port side two degrees it became yeah. obvious it spooked a lot of people when they could notice that when a non-professional can catch it a bit yeah. that's telling you something i think the gravity is shifted somehow mm-hmm. yeah and so i remember reading about I, I was thinking about how interesting that was and of course mercury stationed very close to when the titanic uh, actually happened so there's three planets 
affecting that event and ultimately I think had a bigger effect on on the Titanic than say any of the transits did so uh, it's fascinating to me and you know Jupiter and Neptune that's kind of the Titanic that's big ship right Mm -hmm. so anyway I um, I just found that incredibly fascinating and because the Uranus and Jupiter actually together usually means sudden, unforeseen opportunities and beneficence being depo- thrown at you. On a grand you, scale. On a huge scale. But it can be other things, too. It can be things where you just have done too much and somehow things seem to right themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, it's just uh, very fascinating. And I've noticed physically... Uh, I've had headaches all week. Well, I'm glad I'm not going through that. Well, the sort of minor minor headaches, but nonetheless headaches, and also the stress of having some losses in life. So, yeah. So anyway, um, I really appreciate you being here today. It's been a an eye opener, and I mean it, that you mean that for you, <laughs> an eye opener, not I eyes get opener. It. <laughs> you set me up on that. <laughs> <laughs> that, Excuse me, we just making fun of his eye again. <laughs> oh, <sighs> how how rude! I know it. Anyway, so is there anything else you want to mention today? Oh, I do. I, you and Doug have been great to me. You and Doug, this is the seventh interview that between the two of you I've been granted. Well, I get people that write me back. Mm-hmm. I've met people who bought books. And I get mm-hmm. to sit down and have a salad, sign, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they give me ideas. If I don't get ideas, I can do nothing. I don't come up with any of this stuff on my own. Mm-hmm. It's just I'm receiving it that I try to make some type of abstract art out of it. Mm-hmm. I absolutely look forward to Wednesday nights mm-hmm. because I get to have a little Thanksgiving with you. And then we get a chef surprise. Mm-hmm. There are people in the community that know you're there giving readings. Mm-hmm. There are people who are listening sitting that know to go to Burr's. And so Wednesdays Wednesdays are exceptionally special to me. My mm-hmm. daughter is going to be with us shortly there. But to have a reading, to watch other people get one for the first time, the questions, the ideas, the evening goes so fast. Mm-hmm. It does. Wednesdays are incredible at Burr's. Yeah. yeah, we kind of, even if there aren't anybody there for me to read, we have talks that are um, sort of like what we've been doing today. You know, You've I, had people in there who did have readings, and they still came by to visit with you a little bit. Oh, that's true. They do. Yes, they do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some of the gals that work there that do that, too. So, yeah. So I want to mention that what we're going to do here is that anybody, the first person that shows up this Wednesday at Burr's will get a free reading and also will get one of Matt's books. You bet. I will hand it. I will sign it. Yep. So that's what's happening this week. So Burr's, and I will give that out in just a second when, when, I give the, um, when I give the announcements for future events. So anyway, thank you, Matt, for being here. It's been wonderful. I'm one lucky guy. Oh, I am very fortunate very to be here with too. you and Doug. Thank you. Thank you so much. A lot of fun. Lots of fun. Okay, <clears throat> now we've got our, our events here. And the first one I'm going to mention is the one we were just talking about, the After Dark Readings at Burr's with me, Eileen Grimes. At 6151 Stillicum Boulevard in Lakewood, Washington, at 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. every Wednesday evening, uh, $20 for 10 minutes and $40 for 20 minutes. And that's uh, every week, every Wednesday, there at uh, Burr's Restaurant. 
And like I said, if you are the first person that shows up for a reading on Wednesday, you'll get a free book and a free reading. Okay, so now the next is Fed, uh, Fall Emerald Spiral Expo. That's September 28th, 2019, 9, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at Kent Commons at 525 4th Avenue North in Kent, Washington. And this is the largest metaphysical event in Western Washington. Vendors and readers and everybody is going to be there. Okay, and so this is the preeminent New Age fair in the Northwest. It's the biggest one. And there's also free lectures as well. From intuitive arts, crystals, and art products, bring your friends and bring your family and kindred spirits. And booths are still available, so that's next month. So if you want to contact Astara Brisky, who runs this thing, you can call her at 425 445 8789 for more information. Okay. And how do we get a hold of you, Doug? The best way is always just 206 769 4924. Okay. Text or call. I'm okay. always at uh, Karina's Bakery on Tuesdays from 10 o'clock to 3 o'clock. Okay. Great. Thank you very much. And I'm Eileen Grimes. You can get a hold of me at EileenGrimes.com. Or you can get a hold of us at our show page at JupiterRisingShow at AOL.com. That's the email. Okay. Next week. Next week we have on Miss Susan Bergstrom. And now that's who I said gave you a, a blurb about a little bit ago. She is a Medicare specialist. And she's going to come and talk to us about how important it is to Get that set as you're getting close to the age of 65. I've done that, so you can guess how old I am. Anyway, so uh, that's going to be next week. And then the following week, we have Jackie Slavin. She's another astrologer. She's from back east. She's done some work on um, Barbara Payton. She's the first astrologer that actually looked at, at Barbara Payton's chart for John O'Dowd. And um, she got a lot of he got a lot of information from her on that. And I'm looking at Doug as he's leaving the door. He's standing at the door waiting to leave. <laughs> she's in a hurry to get out of here or what? Anyway, so she's going to be on the show on the 20, 24th. Then the 31st we've got on Ray Grassy. He's coming back on probably to talk about stationary planets again, but we'll see. And then on September 7th, we have on Virginia Bell, who's an incredible astrologer who has written about the astrology of getting older. So it's very cool. So anyway, all righty. So if we haven't got anything else, anything else, anybody else? So say we got one minute here. Matt, you got anything you want to say? Yes. Um, since I've been on your show, I've had a lot of people write me. Oh, good. And again, mattshaybooks.com, S-H-E-A. And work at Matt Seven at AOL.com. And where I'm going with this, I answer everybody back. I've met a lot of people places. I've met people at restaurants. I've had pizza with them to sign a book, to meet you, and to learn about you. Okay. And Great. I appreciate the feedback. Thank you very much. And thank you, everybody, for listening to our show today. It was great. And we love having Matt here. And so stay tuned for the next show. And also listen to us next week right here on the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.